Yes, I absolutely am. Ah, oh. oh, you've been down to that region before? Yeah. Is that better? That's a lot better. There we go, there we go, okay. How's that sound? Perfect. So, yeah, um, have you been down to our region before? I have. I've toured extensively in WA over the years. I've been to Bunbury, Albany, Mandurah. All of those places down that way. No, it's uh, it's a picturesque part of the world. Eh? Yeah, it certainly is, mate. So, um, first of all, congratulations on your last single. Thank you. Um, but first, I want to go back to before the last single, uh, Graceland on the Line, which sort of propelled you to uh, the country scene. Yes, it did. Yeah, because as uh, a lot of people that have followed my career over the years, they would know that I. It came from uh, the area of rock and pop. Um, about two years ago, I was approached by someone you'd know well in WA, Johnny Young, and uh, Johnson Peters, who'd written a song called Graceland on the Line to commemorate the 40th anniversary of the death of Elvis Presley. And I heard the song, loved the song, recorded it, made a music video, and I was going to the States to further my acting career. And I decided to release the song in the US. Well, lo and behold, a very well-known record producer over there, David J. Holman, who produced the Grease um, album and the Xanadu album for Olivia Newton-John and also produces Gwen Stefani and No Doubt, uh, saw the video and invited me to a meeting at his uh, studios in the Hollywood Hills. And it was during that meeting that he offered, offered to produce my first U.S. country album. Well, that was too good a an offer to refuse, but there was a bit of a catch to it all. And he said, yeah, I just want you to write half the songs on the album. Now, I can tell you, mate, that I hadn't written a song in about 30 years. And I thought, I walked away from the meeting, excited, but also a little bit daunted by the fact that I was going to have to start writing again. So I thought, how can I do this best? How can I assimilate myself in, in the country music and really get a feel? And I, I immediately thought of one person and that was Garth Porter from Sherbet, who was regarded as the most prolific and successful country songwriter in Australia, having written many hits for Becky Cole, Lee Kernigan, uh, Adam Harvey, you name it. He's written songs for everyone. So I got in touch with Garth, and I also got in touch with um, Rod McCormick and his wife, Gina Jeffries, who people in the country would know very well. And I spent a week... Uh, with them at different times and we had a good thing going was the first song that Garth and I wrote together and on the whole album uh, there are six tracks of collaboration between myself and those people well it is absolutely that 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 is actually an incredible story so the song obviously is very catchy was that the uh, purpose of the song you're going for oh absolutely because um I, I felt that I felt that um, generally um, the, 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 the whole the, the whole world scene at the moment is, 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 is not a very happy place, and and I thought I'd really like to uh, to write a song that makes people feel good, gives you a feel good feeling, and and talks about the old days, about the good old days, which people my vintage, you sound a lot younger than me, but people my vintage would really relate to, you know. Uh, pink lips and ponytails, Elvis Rocket at the county jail. 
and all that type of thing. So I, I wrote the lyric and I presented the lyric to Garth and he loved the lyric. And as soon as we finished the song um, and listened to that chorus, that chorus, we said, gee, you can't get that chorus out of my head. And I think that's what people have, have, have picked up on is the fact that it is a really happy song. It makes you feel good and you just can't get that chorus out of your head. No, absolutely. As you said, in a, in a time that's quite divided, it's great to have just a catchy song that anyone can um, tap their um, foot to. Yeah, and of course, uh, the line dancers are loving it. Yeah, absolutely. So what for you, uh, what can we expect from this new album? Is it uh, pure country, uh, classic country, country pop or country rock? Or Actually, it's a bit of everything. Um, people have asked me the question, for why did you, you release a, a, a country album that was either Americana or contemporary country or mainstream country? But I can honestly say to you that what we set out to do uh, with writing these songs, we set out to try and write hit records, purely and simple, uh, records that people would really gravitate towards and, and, and would really like. Um, you know, if I, was a, if I was a Kenny Chesney or I was a Brad Paisley or I was a Luke Coombs or someone like that, I could, create, I could do a, a concert album. I could do a, an album that was all mainstream, but I'm not, I don't have that luxury. So I've got I've to try and promote this album from a position of strength. And we all felt, that's the team working around me, we all felt that we needed to aim for um, writing hit records. And, and that's what uh, that's what we set out to do. No, absolutely. Because, I mean, across your um, illustrious career, which, I, you know, you could spend hours talking about, um, country, was country always there for you or was it uh, pop and rock? As a balancing, you no, know, country was always there somewhere because, um, you know, I've always been, I think people who know me will say that I've always been a very strong ballad singer. So that led a little bit towards towards country. Um, I've always liked country rock. I'm a big country rock fan. I was never a huge fan of traditional country, but I was definitely a very big fan of country rock. <laughs> I used to drive I used to drive Garth and Bob McCoy now and say, I really love to do a real way of sound country rock song. And they say, okay, one step at a time, let's finish this first. Um, so there's a, there's a bit of everything on the album, but I'm very, very proud of the album. I think, I think it's, um, it's the best stuff I've ever done or ever recorded. Um, and so far, I'm pleased to say that people seem to be agreeing with me. No, absolutely. I mean, as you said, you um, haven't been for 30 years. How, how was that all going together? I mean, to not write for 30 years. Well, that was a great challenge, and that's why I walked out of that meeting with David Holman thinking, oh, God, what do I do about this, you know? Um, and that's why, you know, I think I had to think a bit laterally, and I had to I had to really, I had to give myself a very quick um, update on, on country music. I'd been listening to country music and have continued to listen to country music now virtually nonstop for about two years. And I've, I've become a huge fan of people like Kenny Chesney and Luke Coons and, and Brad Paisley and uh, and even Garth Brooks going back a, a few years. And so I've really tried to absorb myself into country music. And you'll know from We Had a Good Thing Going is that it strongly features banjo. Um, and what's a country song without a banjo? Um, so I've really tried to educate myself, if you like, and, and learn about the genre. 
because I think if if you're going to get serious about these things and write songs in that show, you've got to get it right. No, absolutely. And of course, as you, you you've said a few times now, you've done your research because I think um, when you go from a different sort of uh, genre, you want to give the genre you're going into um, that sort of respect level. Oh, absolutely. Because I know for a fact that if I didn't, you see, I, it's, I knew that straight away there'd be people within the country area that would say, "What's what's this? Um, what's this interloper doing going from pop and rock into?" into country, but that's been happening, as you know, as well as anyone being in radio, that's been happening for years and years. Who was it who, not so long ago, from Aerosmith, did a country album? Yeah. Um, yeah, um, and um, and also, who's also done, uh, you know, I mean, Bruce Springsteen yeah. has done country. Uh, and so it's not unusual for someone with a rock music background to... Uh, to go into country music, especially when you can't leap around on stage as a rock, a rock, uh, rock and roller, as I once used to, you kind of maybe temper it down a little, you know. Um, but uh, I still, I still love uh, performing, uh, and so um, you know, if I get to do these songs live on stage, I'll still have a, a great, great time with it. So, is there a plan to do a um, full-on tour? Not at the moment. I am I am uh, back in Australia to do the it's in about six weeks' time to do the Go Show Gold Tour on the in the Eastern States, um, and I'm realistic enough to realise that to to be able to tour and promote this album, I'm going to have to probably get a few more hits off it so that people really start to embrace my country music and really start to embrace the album, and that will give me hopefully that will give me a catalyst to. To getting out there on the road because I'd love to. I'd love to perform country music uh, on the road. I did a little bit of it in Los Angeles. Uh, performed at a couple of venues in Los Angeles. I I met a fantastic country guitar player. Wait for this. This is his name. He's in country music. His name is Dusty Rhodes, um, and uh, he uh, we hit it off very well. And and I really enjoyed working with him. <laughs> That that is that is quite a story, Dusty Rhodes. Now that name does actually sound quite familiar. Actually, I don't know where I can pick it. Actually, I think he's I think he's I think he's very well known in, in country music circles in yeah. America. I also worked with a, a very famous uh, bass player and also the banjo player on We Had a Good Thing Going. He's a guy by the, the name of Chad Watson, and Chad's a huge southerner with a with a long white beard. Um, wouldn't be out of place with ZZ Top. Um, and he worked on the album, uh, playing guitar and playing banjo. And I uh, met some wonderful people there while working on this album. Well, that is absolutely something I do make sure that everyone grabs your single because I think, you know, I think people would love to see you do a uh, showcase. Yeah, well, you know, and, and if they want to get a copy, it's a very different world these days, isn't it? I yeah. mean, with, uh, with records and, uh, and stuff, Jared. I mean, all of the days of CDs, I've had some of my friends say, we can't buy a CD. I said, where have you been? You've been under a rock for the last 10 years because there's only one chain of stores in Australia that still sells CDs, mm. and that's JB Hi-Fi. Yeah. Um, no, it, it, it's all up there on the cloud now, as you know, Jared. So if anybody wants to, uh, to get a copy, they need to download it on iTunes or, or stream it on Spotify, and they can watch the music video on uh, YouTube. Perfect. Thank you for taking the time today. My pleasure.